0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 95 of Preston Jensen's podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Tonight, we've got a very special guest. I've been teasing this one for a while. My brother James is back, and we want to have some updates on this uh, metal you were thinking about making.
1: Well, I haven't received it yet. I've been waiting.
0: You've got to design it first.
1: (laughs) Well, it's your show, so I thought uh, I thought for sure that you would have something planned and present to me tonight.
0: Nope, nothing's planned. I think after the first uh, gift of the having you on the show, I think that's probably it. But uh, oh man, I've been teasing.
1: See any reason to be on again? Then (laughs) exactly.
0: If there's no medals, well, we'll have to see. One time, I uh, created a, uh, a trophy for our fantasy. I don't even know if it was fantasy football, it could have been fantasy baseball or fantasy basketball. But uh, I painted one of those uh, um, hairdresser heads gold. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but nobody wanted it, so it's still sitting down in my basement somewhere.
1: I I take that.
0: Yeah, it's that's usually that's some pretty close. Sometimes it's in the background of my set here, but uh, I had to move it because. Uh,
1: are Are you able to share a screen? Yes, I'm, I send you a picture. I did. I did get a medal this week.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so go ahead. Send me a picture.
1: So it wasn't for your show, but this was <laughs> equally awesome. I think
0: we'll see if by the end of the show, well, if I can figure out how to get it on the screen. Okay, just, but, yeah, I, I've here been here. teasing having you on the show again for quite a while just because I knew you were going to that REMAX R4 event. Oh, sure. That's why I thought, hey, you should come on the show and talk to you, talk a little bit about that because I remember one year, uh, I know a lot of people in the YouTube world, everyone knows Gary V. And I know one oh, yeah. year he came to the show to talk to you guys.
1: He was there uh, a couple years ago, and he was impressive. You know, we, this year we had Brian Buffini. He's a, he's awesome. Like he always has some great points of view and he always brings you back to earth and what's actually important. So, so what's Irish? What's his expertise? Sometimes, What's that?
0: I say, what's his expertise?
1: His expertise is just getting things done and staying focused and consistent. Okay. Like it's, you know, You know, so many times we get caught up, say, you call me, you want to handle something or I want to get a hold of you and I just send you a text. And now you never call me back or you never text me back because it's easy to avoid. Get on the phone, go knock on their door. It's way tougher to tell somebody no to their face or by voice than a text or an email. Like, so the excuse, well. I sent an email and it. I just didn't hear back. Well, eh, that.
0: I think everyone probably deals with that uh, nowadays. I know I deal with that in my uh, line of work, and uh, it seems like email is a good way for people to hide.
1: Yes, you can always put off an email.
0: So, other than that, is he in the real estate world himself? This guy. No no, okay. no, no.
1: He's a, just a big coach. Okay. So Brian Buffini and then there was also Jared James was there too. And he's a, he's a class act too. I mean, he's high caliber, um, thinks outside the box. We also had, um, oh, I gotta remember his name. The million dollar list. Josh Altman. Million Dollar Listing, he was one of the speakers too. See, that's one he I'd was.
0: like. I'd like to look up because I love watching those shows, and I don't know if I've I've specifically seen that one. I'm sure if I saw the guy, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, yep, I've definitely seen him." But
1: uh, yeah, if you saw Josh Altman, and he was just a good, uh, he had a great story of you know living on couches and then buying a castle and then losing that castle because he just didn't do it right, and then starting all over again in real estate.
0: Is he back in the castle?
1: uh, He better be because I think he said he closed on uh, in the last 12 months, 1.4 billion in home sales. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's impressive.
0: The last month?
1: No, last 12 months. Oh, okay. I was going to
0: say say, that's pretty good. Uh, Any other people? Well, you said that one guy I thought outside the box what were some of his thoughts that were so crazy?
1: Well, you know, a lot of it pertains to real estate world and different ways of uh, marketing to clients coming from a different perspective.
0: Well, it sounds like that one guy that would kind of, uh, touch base on everyone's career or anything they're pursuing on just yeah. getting stuff right, done. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and same with Jared James. It's, a uh, it's just, there's so much noise in the industry, especially real estate industry. There is always new tech. There's always new uh, ways of doing it. Like, you know, this is pretty cool. I just downloaded my cute, like, uh, look, look how I am with tech, if you're watching on the screen, that's not working so good. Okay, line it up to the camera. Well, the uh,
0: for those of you listening, um, James is trying to show his QR code on his Apple Watch, and he's not having much luck. But yes, there. if you oh, just man. if you just line there, it up right with the camera, up. it'll work. There it is. Yep.
1: Okay, there it is. So anyway, if you scan that, that goes straight to my digital um, e-card. I should
0: have had that e-card on the screen so it, we could have shared your uh, personal cell phone with I'll, everybody.
1: I'll, oh, yeah. It's on there. Let them all. <laughs> Call me on my cell phone anytime.
0: You can give them some advice. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, uh, was there anybody? Anyways,
1: so the point is, is that there's always mo- noise in the industry, but the bottom line is, is maintaining your relationships and getting face-to-face with people, letting them know what you do. So, so there's it, a lot of things out there that could make you freak out, but don't freak out. Just stick to the, your systems. Stay, stay consistent. So
0: was like, it a, regularly. Uh, were most people shifting away from technology or they no, say, okay, that's no. what I figured.
1: No, you got to lean into it. It's like, there's so many things out there and you know, I know they make like, uh, you know, so many realtors, they, um, despise Zillow. And I can't say that I love them either, but, hey, it's there. People are using it. You may as well utilize it.
0: That's true. I mean, I personally like going on Zillow and looking for things. However, I have noticed that, uh, and I don't know what it is, at least in the location I'm looking to purchase, it seems like the listings just aren't there anymore like they used to be. I don't know if that's uh, a trend or or what's going on there.
1: I think... Um, I think they had to tweak the way they showed MLS listings versus private listings. Okay. So if you look at the, like if you go on their website, there's like a tab of listings and then on the side, it's like other listings. And if you click on other listings, then you'll see some of those for sale by owner properties.
0: See, but just for the random person looking uh, through the site, (laughs) it doesn't seem like a thing you'd want to dig into, you know, you, you wouldn't want to toggle into other listings. So I feel like, uh, sites like the Remax app will probably get more, uh, you know, traffic noticed- just because there's more listings on there.
1: Right. I've noticed that the, uh, the Remax app is one of the fastest to show the latest listings. And in today's environment, one, if you're a buyer, you know, at one time, it was probably easy to go out and find for sale by owner homes or, you know, trying to do these things on your own. But now you're getting multiple offers. Having a guide, like a real estate agent who knows what they're doing, like does this full time, um, is crucial if you're a buyer wanting to find a house.
0: And it uh that's true because a lot of times, if we've found a place that looks interesting and we call on it, oh, sorry, it's already pending. You know, it seems like it's already yeah. long overdue. So, yeah, it's is unless
1: that, you're unless you're rolling with cash, you may need to get creative with well, how you position it <laughs> in a in a manner where it's favorable to the seller.
0: Yep. Well. If you can ever find me a cabin on a crystal clear lake before it goes on to uh, Zillow or any of the apps, let me know.
1: We could probably get you a little camper, park it out at the ranch. And, uh, you know, that was pretty crystal clear this summer.
0: (laughs) And about uh, two feet deep, so it would be perfect for scuba diving. (laughs) I could could get my face right down in the mud.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh perfect for kayaking.
1: It is. Uh and yeah, I think that carp
0: yes, and I think that's gonna be a big thing around our area is uh the kayaking. I know uh, well I just saw that uh, new travel and tourism magazine that came out. Uh it seems like they're really pushing uh the kayaking down the Cheyenne River. And I think that's a good thing because it is gorgeous and not too many people utilize it. Uh, I, go, no, up on, I totally go up on I go up on my boat. River. Yep, I go up on my boat several times during the summer, and it is very odd if I run into anybody on the river, which is weird because it's gorgeous and good fishing and uh, all all of the above.
1: Well, you had Indy Yak Angler on here recently. Yes, I did. And he loves fishing the Cheyenne River. He loves fishing the Cheyenne
0: River. Yep, I've seen several videos he's had uh, on the Cheyenne River and actually on Ashtabula as well. And uh, so, yes, the fishing's great. The scenery's great. Uh, It checks all the boxes, but it's just underutilized for whatever reason.
1: And I think getting more ports into the river will help. Yes, that's going to be a. It's it going to be. Sounds like that's something they're working on getting is uh, more port access points.
0: That's going to be a big uh, step in the right direction because, as we know, since we went last year, uh, we found a spot to get in, but then we had to wait uh, several miles, and it took us—I uh, don't know—we were expecting. I'd say that first trip. We were probably expecting to be out there an hour, and it turned into, what was it, four or five?
1: <laughs> no. What? It was like a little over three. It was like three, three and a half. Three and a half. It felt like but a little was bit longer. That first journey? Or was that like the second? Because didn't we go in somewhere else, and you laughed at me while I Oh, while that's I true. Yeah, we weekend?
0: went We went north <laughs> against the stream. And then, yeah, like uh, like you were saying, there wasn't a way to get out. So we had to get into the mud and the mud was uh nasty and I I think Easy. you lost a shoe in that that ordeal but you uh, fought, you yeah, got, it got it back I mean but yeah it it's just a fun uh place to explore um so yeah I I hope they can put in uh new places to launch your boats because uh I think people would have a lot of fun with that And I I know, uh, like down the river in Catherine, they took out their, uh, dam. And I think that's a good thing too, because it seems like that'll be safer now in that spot. But, uh, I just, I just drove down there just to check it out. And it looks like, uh, the river was actually open in that, that stretch. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the itch to go out kayaking again and, uh, go, go exploring. Well, I still haven't got any text from you or anything regarding that. I didn't picture text, you want to show... I
1: sent it via email.
0: Ah, emailed it. Okay. Well.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know so if then I'll you be able
1: to do a screen share so it's clear, because this is something someone's gonna want to see.
0: All right. For sure. Let's see uh...
1: <laughs> This is impressive. Like this is a this is a feat.
0: All right. Let's see here if I can pull it up. If you're listening, this is just reason enough to uh
1: to subscribe to the youtube to channel. subscribe
0: to the youtube channel and check it out if i sound uh, let's see if i can pull this up here
1: and while he's trying to do that i may as well give a plug oh there it is oh my look there at you it. go
0: <whistles> for those of you listening it says 2022 doubles combo level 7 Second place. You're going to have to explain to us what that is.
1: Doubles uh, in darts. Our brother-in-law and I shot in a dart tournament and uh, we got second place. It's a pretty big deal.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Level
1: seven. Yep. The 2022. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Well, uh, so who do you have to uh, beat next year to be number one?
1: Um, I didn't know their name. It was a couple from Wapiton, I think. Jimmy knew the the one person, but I didn't know him. Okay. But they were pretty lights out. But it came down to the final match. We were in the championship. We had It was double elimination. We had to beat them twice. Jimmy if you know 301 the game 301 you have to score 300 the first one to get uh everyone starts with 301 points and you throw darts and like so if you hit a 20 you're at 281 if you hit another 20 you're down to 261 so you have three darts per turn and the first person to get to zero exactly zero wins so I'm at about 140. Jimmy's at 120. Uh, the other team is around 100. It's Jimmy's turn. His first two darts, triple 20. Oh, triple 20 for the win. It was awesome.
0: That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but then like, you yeah, lost yeah, the. You don't play darts, and you know the triple 20 is like the highest score you can get. It's a very slim spot to hit and jimmy hit two of them it was it was awesome so you
0: won the first one went into a final game and lost huh
1: yeah it's a set of three games but yeah oh, okay i three, see but yeah and we won the first one and then yeah just fell short just turned it on yeah well
0: so it was a big weekend nice and yep. uh so what kind of practice goes into something like that
1: i do a lot of stretching and yoga
0: any, uh, I, eat,
1: I load up on carbs the night before Yep. to really get my energy level up. And, uh, I drank a lot of diet Pepsis. There you
0: Oof.
1: go. A few that, too many. Yep. And, uh, was like just amped up. Game, got a little too amped
0: up. Game day. What's your go-to, uh, track that gets you pumped up for the dart event?
1: Um, Radiohead. Okay. Anything. Just listen to it straight through all the way to Fargo. Yep. And then if that uh, runs out, then I put in some National.
0: All right. The National. And then you're ready to go.
1: Yep. Just in the zone, dialed in.
0: How are you going to change it up uh, next year to get number one? Is it a part of the diet plan or is it the stretching routine? No. What are you going to switch up?
1: No, it's Brain right okay I yep it's got to get a little more dialed in that's like interesting Stay focused it's not it's not the physical because i mean that that's just dialed in but just getting my head straight
0: you know what it's funny i got this- too
1: excited with that triple 20 triple 20 to finish the first set and i got overconfident
0: Well, you know what? Uh, It sounds funny because uh, no matter what sport you play, if you're golfing, if it's darts, if it's baseball, it is 99% mental, I'm convinced. Uh, If you have a bad shot, if you have a bad throw, um, if you have a bad at bat, if you're able to flush that and move on to the next scenario, uh, I think that's 99% of the game.
1: Yeah, it's all in your brain.
0: It's all in your brain, yep. So uh, darts can probably teach you a lot about life, I suppose.
1: <laughs>
0: you, Everything. You probably learned just, just as much at your dart tournament as you did in the whole weekend at R4, huh? Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: Not even close, no. huh? <laughs> Not quite, no. Not quite, but there was some good life lessons it was, in there, it I'm was sure. An
1: interesting. Uh, it, was, it was interesting, I'll tell you that. I, it was my first dart tournament, though, so getting second? pretty
0: good. Not bad. Not bragging or anything. Especially, but especially uh,
1: level seven. Uh, not everybody can get second at level that's seven. That's
0: right. And it sounds like you're staying humble. So that's the main thing.
1: <laughs> yep. That's right.
0: Uh, getting back to R4, you said there was some people who talked about technology. Is there anything new? I love learning about new technology. Is there something you haven't heard about yet that's on the brink of becoming a big thing in the real estate world or just technology in general or what?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, AI is getting bigger and bigger in real estate world. Um, uh, You know, triggered learning patterns of, uh, you know, just using public data to indicate to realtors um, who's most likely to be selling a house. So that's that's, I think, what you're going to be seeing in the next few years here, especially on the uh, agent side.
0: Okay, and AI uh, is that for virtual staging, or what are what are they using that for?
1: No, AI in learning patterns. Of oh, okay. Shopping oh, I see. To saying, hey, you should give Preston a call because the he's- things he's doing is indicating that he's probably going to be selling his house in the next six months. You might want to start talking to him.
0: Yep. Pretty interesting. I, I mean, I'm yeah, sure it's, that's, uh, it's
1: something. I don't, I don't know. It's like one of those things that's like,
0: uh, Is it cool or is it okay. creepy? I don't know.
1: <laughs> right. It's, it's, that's just it. It's like, I don't, I don't even know what to think about that, but it is what it is. That's the world we live in. And it's like, you know, so many people, you know, this was a, actually two, three years ago now. There was a CEO I was listening to and he said, uh for the people who think they're keeping their information private, I'm sure we could just go buy it.
0: Yep. Exactly. It's you
1: know, like it's all out there already. And I don't uh right or wrong, it's just that's unfortunately where it is.
0: And that is unfortunate. I mean that's that's disappointing but yeah i'm i'm sure uh, google i'm sure all the big companies they they know everything they're it's they're, uh, they're yep.
1: learning your, your patterns every time you're on uh you know i gotta just be careful what i even say as far as uh, social media stations so you don't uh, get canceled yep
0: exactly we don't want that
1: like what you said on this podcast yep press and jensen podcast mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah. If, uh, anyone with any of these big tech companies is listening, that'd be a miracle. So, <laughs> but, they uh, but are. you never know. And that's just, well, you see it on Facebook, you see it on Amazon when you're uh, looking for something in the suggested tabs and stuff. It's just amazing how much information they have on you. And even if you're going through and turning off, like, uh, no, I don't want to share my information here. They still get it some way, like you're saying. So, what was there okay, anybody? Well
1: now you're creeping everybody out. Let's go on to yep. something. More yeah, that's what exciting. I was going to ask. Uh,
0: um, I was going to ask about YouTube Shorts. Did anyone talk about YouTube Shorts at the convention? And uh, because I think that could be a huge thing for the real estate world. Yes,
1: actually, uh, they talked about YouTube Shorts and utilizing Google more. Those are kind of the two up and coming uh platforms
0: okay what do you mean google i mean
1: like using your google business page
0: oh okay more just okay because
1: i mean youtube is owned by google right so yep they kind of go hand in hand and if you think about it it's like when you do a search for a place you're doing it through google so if you're seen on google you know that's, that's a right. good place to be
0: seen. And if you have good ratings on Google, I'm sure that's a huge thing as well because uh, I know when I'm looking for companies, the first thing I do, I go to Google, I check out their rating, and then it's like, oh, if they've got a good rating, then it's like, okay, they're reputable, I can move on. But that's that's tough too because, you know, there's bots out there, there's things that are giving bad reviews even though they've never worked with you, so that can be frustrating as well. But, uh, Haters? Yep, yeah, yeah, just yeah.
1: Just basement peep trolls. Yep. Just man. Beam. Exactly. Fun. Yep. What? Like I never worked with you. Yep. Why would you do that? Exactly. Why do you Hate me.
0: <laughs> yep. So that's unfortunate when something like that happens. Uh, I I feel like Google should do a little bit of a little bit more research when someone gives a bad review. Uh, as far as hey, have you actually worked with this company? Uh, what's the background there, or what's going on? You know, they that? could
1: do like a uh, if someone wants to put in a review, there should be like a five day window where their people can go scrub it to make sure it's a legit. I mean, because honestly, if if you got a one star and you deserved it, you should have it. Yep, right. But there's I agree. lots of stuff that you didn't deserve it. Yep. Not that I've had a one star but I can just about imagine.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I think uh YouTube shorts would be something that would be appealing to real estate people because they're what, 60 seconds long. If you're doing it on your phone, only 15 seconds. So you could show a real short clip of something, maybe a highlight of a house. Uh, the thing I like about it is you can add mainstream, uh, not media audio to it, uh, without getting copyright strikes. And, uh, they get a lot of views like a typical youtube uh video if you're not a giant creator you know you can post it and you can have 15 views in 20 days or something but for youtube shorts i've noticed it's it's really weird it really depends on the title you pick the um so even if you're using a popular song you can get 1200 views in just a short amount of time and i feel like just getting your brand out in front of these people could be worthwhile.
1: So is it a targeted group of people? Is it your subscribers or who's seeing these?
0: Subscribers and, I, I mean, anybody watching shorts. So you could you could share them anywhere, really. But uh, that's, that's where I feel like if you create one piece of content, can you, you get, get.
1: I was just going to say, can you get targeted with it? Oh, yeah. It's like for me, if I'm doing an ad for something, obviously I want like a maybe a 60 mile radius of Valley, say North Dakota, but you know, it can rack up views, but those could be in Texas or California, or and it doesn't necessarily mean anything.
0: Exactly. Uh, If you get the right people on the job, they can get as targeted as you want, I could imagine. Um, But the other thing I would like about, or as a realtor, I'd like about it is um, you could make a long-form video, and then from that long-form video, you can uh, make a clip out of that long-form video into a short, and you could share it on YouTube. You could share it on Instagram Reels. You could share it on uh, Facebook. You could share it, So you could just one piece of content. You get 20 different uh, media outlets for that, you know. So it seems like it would save a lot of time uh, because I've, that's another thing. Um, realtors don't always have the time to be doing all the social media stuff. So this way they hit on a lot of content uh, by utilizing a lot less time. So maybe something, mm-hmm. to, th- maybe something to think about. Uh, it would be fun. We've been doing a lot of testing with uh, YouTube Shorts, and it's – uh, kind of baffling to me because you could put in a lot of time and making one and zero views, and then you could have a clip from your cell phone from like 10 years ago and boom, uh, thousands of views overnight. It's crazy. So uh, it would be nice to be able to dial that in to know exactly why people are watching those because I do feel like uh, like you're saying that um, if you have – a regular video and it's getting a lot of views. Those are worth a whole lot more than views from a uh, YouTube short. But I mean, uh, so I guess it's it's tough. It's uh, uh, definitely worth looking into, though. Hmm. Or yeah, no, that's interesting. Or even like something like TikTok because that's basically. Uh, YouTube short. I mean There are
1: a lot of people utilizing TikTok. That's yep. one I've just never I've never done it.
0: Yep. I that haven't
1: not a good idea, but it's just I haven't done it.
0: I haven't either. And as someone who creates content, it's probably a good idea to get on that just to get out in front of more people, get a little bit
1: more following
0: from uh loyal subscribers. But uh Well and then
1: you gotta learn how to dance.
0: Yeah, then I gotta learn how to dance. Yeah. I uh <laughs> that's the next thing i need to come out with is some dance videos on this podcast
1: you probably should uh
0: that's uh we'll step it up a little bit yeah and w- dance videos for a podcast so would just be a bunch of like heavy breathing <laughs> people would listen to the podcast like what he's dancing again <laughs> the poor people on uh listening on anchor all years, <laughs> oh, heavy breathing uh I don't, I don't know if that'd be good for a podcast
1: Try it. Is there <laughs> anybody else know. doing it? You don't know. Like, I, that's like Could those be. ASMR videos that you like so much. Yep,
0: I I like, think those are I, awesome.
1: Ah, ick.
0: I think they're awesome. They get millions of views on YouTube. Uh, I think the people who create them are very creative, uh, and it's interesting. I mean, obviously, other people like them too because. Uh, no, I know. You get a lot of views on on YouTube, but. Yeah, there are some that are just uh, way too strange. I, I just don't get it at all. But then there's some that are like, hey, that's kind of creative, you know? But
1: See, now, if you got into making songs out of, like, banging on fruit and things like that, those are impressive.
0: There actually is a guy who does that. And, I know. Uh, I've sent you a few yeah. of his videos. That's have learned how to do that. It's amazing. And how much time do you think goes into one of those videos? I mean... Gotta That's, get.
1: You know what? That's who I'm gonna um, nominate for you to get for your next podcast, or at least on the podcast. You know, last time I lobbied for NDAAC angler. Yep, you got him. Yep. This is your new challenge.
0: Well, uh, get that the
1: guy who plays songs on fruit and all sorts of odd items.
0: That one's gonna be tough because I think he actually quit YouTube. And I think he was signed with Discovery Plus, and I think he's got his own, like, television show on uh, a subscription base because Discovery Plus isn't free, is it? I'm guessing that's something like a you Netflix or something like that. But, yeah, I think he's yeah. got his own show on Discovery Plus. So I don't even know if he does YouTube anymore. But, uh, yeah, that would be a fun one to have on because that guy is uh, friends with Casey Neistat. He's, he's got – oh, N. Yeah very impressive just uh to be able to make a song out of fruit and that kind of thing is one thing but then to be able to make a really cool video about it that's a whole nother game as well and he he nailed it twice so Mm -hmm. uh yeah i'm trying to think of some other really cool creators to have on the show uh you're not much of a youtube fan so
1: nice that too
0: Hey, I've tried, I've reached out. It's not because I haven't reached out, but, uh, well, keep trying. that would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. And if Casey Neistat or anyone who knows him, uh, listens to this show, because I have had a few people on here who have, um, I think they'd at least have some contact with him. I do have something that Casey Neistat might want. And I've been messaging him about it, uh, because I'm willing to give it to him for free, but, uh, he just have to contact me. So I'll leave that out there. So if anyone listening has any contact with them, I do have something he may want. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Is it the Su- 2007 Subaru?
0: Uh, if I had a 2007 Subaru, that'd be awesome. Uh, no, that's not it. And, uh, my Subaru is 2004. <laughs>
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: so that's a little bit too new for me, but uh Yeah, true. And I can't I can't give that up either because uh I need some way to get to work. <laughs> so And that
1: <laughs> heater is just so hot. It's
0: I wish. Not hot enough. I wish. Uh, James always gives me grief because when I give him a ride, he thinks my car is too warm, but I think that's the one thing I would uh, improve on my car is the heating system. It seems like it's just not kicking out enough heat, but uh
1: it, it is scalding. My face was melting today. Like, it literally, my eyeballs were dried out and my skin was starting to fall off my jaw. That,
0: that's the next thing I'm excited about. Tomorrow is supposed to be the day that I'm getting a sauna in the mail. Uh, for those of you who uh, have ever looked into buying a sauna, they're very expensive. Uh, I think last time I checked to get an actual sauna installed into your yard boy, the minimum would be $10,000. And I think they're probably a lot more than that when you uh, factor in the electrical that needs to be done and uh, insulation, all that stuff. But I got a sauna coming that was $150 on Amazon. So maybe I'll make a review on that on my YouTube channel. Uh, you should I'm interested. do your
1: review from inside of it.
0: Yeah, it'll it would be really steamy. I don't know if the camera could... Uh I don't know if my camera is weather sealed enough to take it in a can hot you, sauna can like use that. Your new go- I you could probably use, use GoPro, my GoPro. Right? Yeah. I yeah. I guess I I probably could do that. You should but, put uh,
1: that up on the screen for people watching at home. What's that? That that sauna. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's,
1: quite That's quite the rig. Yeah, I I almost I, wondered I was thinking about it with my insulated uh ice house. Yeah. You could just put it out in the backyard with an, some sort of heating device.
0: Well, essentially, I wonder if you could use the heating device that comes with this sauna. Because yeah. to me, it looks like it's just like a little uh, stainless steel pot that sits outside that you can plug in. And it looks like you just plug it in, it boils the water, and the steam filters in through a tube into the little tent. So. I wonder if you could just take that little heating system, bring it out into your uh, insulated ice house. You could probably have a homemade sauna just like it's that. Same thing. It's probably the same thing. And from the looks of the sauna that I'm getting, it looks like a cheaper version of your insulated fish house. So it would probably you know, work perfectly.
1: Just get, rather than having uh, one little buddy heater, we could get four. Of those sunflower heaters.
0: Oh man, that'd be that'd be brutal
1: on the outer edges. That would do it.
0: But see, a lot of these are uh, infrared heaters. This one is actually a steam one, so I'm interested to see how it'll work because I've sat in an infrared sauna and that's more of a dry heat. But I kind of like the fact that it's a steam sauna. Hmm. But. Uh, We'll see how it works. Like I said, I, I haven't got it yet, but for the price of $150, bucks, uh, I'm going to take the risk because I've been wanting a sauna for a long time now, and uh, hopefully it works. We'll see. <laughs> but it, see it it's funny because it. it looks like it's kind of small. It looks like you'll kind of have to crouch down to get into it, and then it, it also comes with a little stool or a little chair that you sit in there. And I don't know what's underneath, if you'll just be dripping wet onto the floor or, or what's underneath. Or what kind of material is it? Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully you're not just dripping all over the floor wherever you set this thing it's up.
1: probably just a, a wool mat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm very interested to uh, check it out. And, uh, maybe you'll have to keep an eye out on my YouTube channel. If you're listening, uh, maybe I'll create a review on it because maybe it is worthwhile. I'm, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. I've got high hopes for this thing. So I saw a few of them at the winter show, except those ones were the infrared ones. So I don't, I don't know how they heat those. If it's just like coils that heat or what, if it's like a giant heated blanket or how those work. But, uh, the steam one seemed a little bit more appealing to me. That's another thing you Speaking could t- Winter show. Yeah. that
1: was a that was a busy event
0: this it was, week. It was awesome, and uh, mm-hmm. it's an event that Valley City is h- held for. Uh, I don't know if it's eighty five years in a row, but 84, I saw eighty four years. Eighty four years, and this was the eighty fifth one.
1: Yeah. I think so.
0: But uh,
1: I have to look at that brochure. It was either the eighty fourth or the eighty fifth.
0: Okay. And it's just like basically a big farm trade show in Valley city. And it's and a lot of fun.
1: It up the the uh, vendors the last couple of years. So now there's a little more selection for, you know, it used to be strictly egg. Well now they're like little clothing booths and stuff like that, but you still have the tractors and uh, tools and cool farm equipment.
0: Oh yeah, there's a huge variety of rodeos. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they've the got vehicles. Phenomenal.
1: Yes. That. Your favorite uh, food stand.
0: Uh, Cornfield Cafe, what? barbecue.
1: Yes, that uh, was something.
0: Um, what was it called? I now? had the
1: brisket sandwich there, and it, it was, was I had nominal.
0: I had the bris-mac, and it was brisket over homemade mac and cheese and it was unbelievable it was uh i i've been thinking about it ever since i ate it and i can't wait until next year (laughs) just to get it again because i think that's the only place you can get it because i talked with the owner uh that is actually not on their menu at the cornfield cafe uh that's something they have on their catering side And in, I guess they go and enter competitions, and I'm sure they do quite well in those with that.
1: They got to be doing well because yeah, brisket sandwich. I mean, even just the sauce that you put on top of it was just, it was so fantastic. It the the meat just melted.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I've been going to the winter show. I've been going to the winter show my entire life, every year basically, and I think that could be. One of the best meals I've ever had. Oh, it was one of the best meals I've ever had. Mm -hmm. I'm missing the Buffalo burgers, to be honest. Because
1: you always got to get the corn dog. Yep. You got to get a corn dog. Lemonade. These curds are superb. A lemonade, right? It's that lemonade with the real lemons in it and stuff. Soft serve
0: ice cream. Um, Phenomenal.
1: Yep. Go get a cup of ice cream. Um That one with the steak nachos this year, I heard a lot of good things about it. I didn't Hmm. get a chance to try it out, but the steak nachos, I guess they were, they just moved up here from California to Williston. Okay. And uh, they had some legit tacos too, but yeah, it it looked pretty impressive. Yeah. It
0: looked like there was a lot of new food vendors, uh, didn't get a chance to try them all. I got to try just a couple and they were awesome, but, uh. Another thing you got to go to if you've got kids is the Petting Zoo. I mean, that's a lot of work to bring all those animals in there and it's not too often you get to see but all that do stuff. Do
1: not stick your finger in the rooster cage. <laughs>
0: no. Well, nope. did you do that?
1: Nope.
0: Okay, I was going to say they had big signs in there saying, "Do not put your hands yep. in there." So I thought
1: Don't put your hand in the rooster cage. I thought you If you m- learn one thing from this podcast tonight, <laughs> Just know, don't put, if there's a rooster in a cage, don't put your fingers in there. Yeah. Those things are mean.
0: Sounds like you learned from experience. No? No, I didn't. Okay. No. no. Yeah, they also had some. I can just go to though. They had really cool looking uh, side-by-sides there. They looked like military style side-by-sides. I don't even remember the brand of those things, but they looked like they could go through Mass- anything. Massimo. Okay.
1: Massimo. They looked yep. pretty
0: cool. Trying to think of some other things I saw. They had the portable saunas there. They had uh
1: they had that big inflated balloon. That was that was cool.
0: Big inflated balloon right
1: next to that blackstone griddle.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, the Remax stand, of course. Yep.
1: Yeah. That was that was quite the booth this year. Legs, <laughs> banners, balloons. Gave away a blackstone griddle. We did get we did have the drawing today. Oh, you did? Yep.
0: Did you run across yeah, any uh, interesting names?
1: Well, yeah. I, I always do. I signed up several... Not I, I can repeat on here, but yeah. I
0: signed up several times without my real name just in case you drew it this year. So I was hoping you'd select one of them and it would have been an awesome live feed of, of a fake person. But unfortunately, it didn't work out this year. Maybe next year I'll get you. But... Uh, now, now you're thinking, oh, some of those were made of.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured they had to be.
0: Yep. Uh, there was also another cool one. Uh, I don't know if they're like wheelchairs, but they're really beefed up. Did you see those things?
1: Oh, yeah. They're like off-road scooters. Off-road like scooters, scooters, yeah. But like those rascal ones that um, like, you'd use if you, rather than a wheelchair. Right,
0: right. Yeah, they looked really yeah. sweet, and I, it looked like they could fold up into a really small area, too, which was kind of neat. And I, I saw a couple people driving them around the winter show, and I don't know if they had purchased them or if they were just uh, showing no, them No, I off. think
1: they were letting people test drive them because I saw okay. people ripping by my booth on them, and uh, I was shocked that no children got smoked by these.
0: But that's what I was surprised with is they were pretty fast.
1: Pretty yeah, fast. That's what I mean, in, these older people were really ripping around on them. But it looked like they're having right. fun.
0: The ones I saw, it looked like they're having a lot mm-hmm. of fun with them, and it looked like those things could get through anything.
1: Did you see Washboard Willie?
0: I did see him, and that was another highlight. I know my daughter thought he was awesome. I thought he was awesome. Uh, he is awesome. Uh, for the you, listeners, you know he's.
1: Stops by... Yeah. Go ahead.
0: it's a guy who walks around the winter show and he's got like metal tips on his fingers. What are those things called for sewing? Like thimbles? Is that what they call them? Thimble. And then he's got a washboard hooked to his chest and he's uh, playing the washboard. And I think he's got a harmonica.
1: He's got a harmonica. And then he like kind of drums on his washboard and uh, yeah, he's kind of a one man band and he pulls around this giant speaker So it's loud, too.
0: (laughs) And then he had on this little trailer hooked to his belt, he had a bunch of instruments. So if any kids were in the crowd, you could go up there and actually play the instruments. I couldn't get um, my daughter to go out there and do it, but uh, a lot of other kids were having fun with it. And the thing that surprised me is I thought, you know, with all the homemade instruments he had, it was actually extremely good. Like his singing was good and... Uh, his drumming was perfectly to the beat. It's like he had had to practice that a lot before he uh because I don't yeah, think there's any out there
1: walking around grooving I don't
0: think there's the any manuals time. out there showing you how to play a washboard uh, strapped to your chest while you're pulling a little trailer around your waist so very cool uh, I didn't get a chance to go to the uh, rodeo and that was packed um. I think they had three rodeos, and I was up there during all three of them, and there was hardly any room to walk around. It was so packed. Did you go to the uh, rodeo at all? No. Uh, and I, I was working. Yeah, the whole time, right? You missed out on all of it. Yeah. And they also have a concert every year, and they've, they've got a lot of fun stuff. I know uh, – when my daughter left, she said goodbye winter show. I'm gonna miss you <laughs> See you next year so I know mm-hmm. that'll be uh top of the things on our list to do for next year but uh uh it seemed like
1: it is kind of the starting point of spring it is that's a, is it?
0: although at the start of this year's winter show it was freezing yeah. yeah i hope I hope we are I see it's supposed to be in the forties the next couple of days, but uh Yeah, for some reason, this winter has seemed like it's just drug on and drug on and drug on. I'm ready for summer now.
1: It started early and it hit hard. Yeah,
0: it did. It's been cold. it didn't
1: quit snowing. No. Like every day.
0: Yep. Well, yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this podcast up? Hmm.
1: Aren't we going for three and a half hours tonight?
0: Three and a half hours? We're not even to one hour yet. I, I suppose we could yeah, I go uh, three and a half hours though. We could talk well, about wait, the twin trades. Of
1: fun things we could talk about, but Minnesota no, Twins,
0: a, uh, Minnesota oh. Vikings, uh, yeah. they're making moves tonight too. I don't know if you saw that, they but uh, they just uh, no, they signed extended Kirk Cousins. They extended Kirk Cousins, and they signed. Uh, let's see, Harrison Phillips, defensive tackle. For the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. So, uh, I don't know much about him to be honest, but, uh, let's see. I know his nickname is horrible Harry, so that's pretty cool. Okay.
1: <laughs> it, you mix him with Harry the Hitman, and that's going to be great. Yeah,
0: exactly. But, uh, I, I don't know what that means for Hicks though. Cause I was hoping we'd get Hicks from the bears. Uh, and I don't know oh. if this signing means we're not going to go after him or not, but, uh, um. Yeah, and the Twins traded away my favorite player for the Twins, or one of my favorite players, Josh Donaldson.
1: It, it pains me.
0: I know everything I've been well, reading. Everything I'm reading is saying that uh, they must have something else up their sleeve if they're willing to trade these guys they away.
1: Might, they might be going after pitching. Like they had to maybe open up some funds for pitching. They picked up Sonny Gray. And and, and that's what it's all like about. Although.
0: They they uh had to give up their first round pitch pitcher or the first round pick from last year. Uh I think his name was Chase Petty, who's a pitcher, supposed to be a stud pitcher coming up, and they had to trade him to get Sonny Gray. So I don't know. We'll see oh. how that all pans out. But uh yeah, this Donaldson trade was interesting to me because uh to me the only thing I can think of is they wanted to save some money. <laughs> But uh,
1: I mean, that one just I even that shortstop that they gave away, that yeah, he seemed good. That guy, I think, is going to be a stud, too. Yep,
0: but hopefully, these guys from the Yankees will step it up. And uh, but I I, got rid of
1: Mitch Garber
0: and they got rid of Mitch Garber, too. They got rid of
1: Mitch Garber to get that shortstop, and then they traded
0: him right away. Yep,
1: I love Mitch Garber, yeah, I do too.
0: I like Mitch Garver. I love Josh Donaldson. I, yeah. So it's. Uh,
1: but you know what? Now we just got some new friends. That's right. Yeah. One of them named Gary Sanchez. Now we'll get uh, new now favorite players,
0: and yep, exactly. And yeah. you know, another one uh, that I've been seeing a lot about. I don't know if it's even going to be possible, but, but I know you'd be excited about this. Trevor Story is. Uh, they're one of the finalists. He's rumored to be. Yep, they're in the He's
1: rumored to be coming to the Twins.
0: Yep, there's four four teams that are in on them, and Twins are one of them. So, uh, from oh from what I from what I've been hearing, and they said that possibly, um, I saw one tweet that said last night after the Josh Donaldson trade that uh, this insider was getting a lot of texts from owners saying that they're willing to bet now that the Twins will be the landing spot for Trevor Story. So we'll see oh if that happened. My. That would be uh that'd be, be kind of nice. Yep.
1: Trevor's story is good. So really good.
0: and twins also have a lot yeah, of uh good of good young guys coming up. I know uh that Jose Miranda dominated uh the minor leagues last year and they're excited about him.
1: Is he is he related to Lynn Manuel?
0: <laughs> I have no idea who that is, so <laughs> I don't know.
1: Probably. We'll
0: just say he probably is. But uh, also that Royce Lewis is a stud, supposedly. Uh, had some injuries last year. They're hoping uh, he can come up in the next couple of years. And, you know, we still have Luis Rise. So, um, I don't know. It's uh, – I still think we need pitching, though. So, if they went out and got some top-tier pitchers – I yes. Uh, yeah, go
1: Yankees on people. Like, get a Garrett Cole or somebody like that. Yeah, you I just don't even be out there. I don't know if
0: there's anybody it. out there like that other than yeah. uh, you'd have to trade for somebody. Uh, uh, a couple of rumblings of possibly Zach Grinky. I doubt it. Doesn't seem like someone the Twins would get. It just seems like uh, he'd be too much money.
1: He's still, Grinke's still kind of in his prime right now.
0: I think I don't, he's still good. I mean, yeah, yeah. but it just seems like the twins never want to spend the big money on uh, good pitching. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, no. also uh, Johnny Cueto is another guy that they've brought up. Uh, possibly I, I, I would be,
1: he gets, he gets a lot of blisters on his hands.
0: That's true. He has hurt a lot, isn't he? I,
1: but for finger but blisters. Good. Yeah. Well, like yeah, that's what he kept going. Like I had him on my uh, fantasy team and, he went out a couple times with blisters.
0: That's a terrible injury for a pitcher because you just never have time to heal your finger, and that takes so long to heal properly. And then the next time you go out and pitch, it just tears open again. So that's a tough one for pitchers. Uh,
1: But it should be an easy way to, you know, you can't really spit on the ball anymore, so.
0: (laughs) Anymore, you can't just spit on on the ball. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what they use to heal blisters. I don't know if they they're probably not able to use a lot of things just because it'll be considered a foreign substance, but uh yeah, I I hope the twins can
1: So blisters on the fingers could be a good thing. To cheat.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's uh <laughs> seems like pitchers are always out with that and they never heal right. So I don't but other than that, I really don't know of any big names that are out there anymore it seems like all the huge names have been signed so i'd have to i'd like to see a list of all the big impact players that are still available uh but unfortunately as a twins fan we've been around this too much where it seems like uh they'll tell us oh no we've made (laughs) we've made enough big moves this year and Mm -hmm. we're just trying to save on payroll and then next year when it comes around, like, hey, your payroll is so much lower than everyone else's, uh, they'll say something like, "Oh, that's because we've got this farm system that's just about ready to come play and dominate." Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm hoping at some point they can put it all together and uh, win another World did Series.
1: We get, did we get Did we get Buxton back?
0: Yes, that was huge. They they resigned Buxton, okay. so that's that's. That's big time. Because that was
1: uh, one I thought we were going to be losing, but
0: yeah, I was a little afraid of that too. Now, if we can keep him healthy, uh, he's mm-hmm. uh, definitely could be an MVP. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, I mean, we still have some really good players. We still have Kirillov and um, Buxton, and well, now Gary Sanchez. There's, there's a lot of good players, but uh, arise. then arise, yep.
1: Geo, Geo Ursula, now.
0: Yeah, I don't know much about him. I, I never really follow the I Yankees. I had him on
1: my fantasy team for a little while, and he was doing really good, and then he was not doing good, so I had to cut him. But oh, really? I So he's still near and dear to my heart because he was a part of my team. <laughs> okay. So,
0: well... Well, since you cut him, uh, that doesn't mean too much to me. If if I would cut him, that would mean he was really doing bad. Because I know you have a short fuse with your fantasy players. So yeah, like,
1: I don't put up with any lip. They
0: don't they don't produce for one week and they're gone. See, for me, my yeah. problem with fantasy baseball is I get my favorite players and I hang on to them through the thick and the thin. You know, I just can't uh, can't get rid of them. No. And it shows at the end of the year because I'm always usually about middle of the pack. <laughs> But, you know, anything else you want to add?
1: Nope. That's, uh, that about wraps it up. I don't know. We talked about Gary Sanchez and Geo Ursula, Winner Show, Kayaking, Indy Yak Angler, Casey Neistat, uh, the R4 convention, bowling, Jared James, Brian Buffini. You know, I think we about covered it.
0: And, uh, can't forget that second and place also finish
1: wrote off my dart medal, a good boy. What, what was that
0: I say we can't uh we have to wrap it up with uh bringing up that uh, second place finish again
1: in level seven level seven <laughs> second
0: place 20.2 yep.
1: doubles second place level seven
0: is that state of North Dakota or what is that
1: that was a that was a state tournament
0: State tournament. There you go.
1: It was a state tournament, and that was the main thing I wanted to highlight tonight.
0: (laughs) Well, you've done it. Yep, Uh, we did it in a very good, humble fashion. Right. Well, thanks again for being on the show. Fifty-six minutes long.
1: Uh,
0: We'll definitely have you on again in the future. Um, Thank. I want to thank everyone for listening again tonight. Uh, Next week. We'll have another fun show planned. Uh, You never know what's going to be on this show, a little bit of everything. So thanks again, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Thank you.